We've gone this deep into pretty good stuff without mentioning, I think, one of the most notable things about this show, which is that it was the debut, the live debut of Hux Tune. Hux Tune, That's right. maybe. <laughs> and like, That's okay. the most from Lucky You. Uh, the That's film right. From, what, when, what year was that? 2007. So like, okay, because, okay, on your Twitter feed, I don't know who does this, but whenever you bring up Hux Tune, you put like a LOL next to it. Like, why, like, why <laughs> is that? Ian. It it's funny to me that it's called Huck's Tune and the movie is called Lucky You and the guy Eric Bana's character Eric Bana, is named Huck, Huck. Cheever. Right. <laughs> the song is just called Huck's Tune. It's like Evan's song, Steven's song by but Bob it's, Dylan. It's but it's a, ridiculous to me. Well, okay, so you know the history of uh, Bob Dylan and Curtis Hansen, of course, goes back to Wonder Boys. You know, yes. uh, the, you know, adaptation. Wait, is this of the, the same director as Wonder Boys? On yeah, Lucky? same director. Ah, okay. Yeah, Kurt, yeah, Kurt, yeah Curtis Hansen originally, uh, yeah, you know, he, he brought Bob Dylan into the fold, asked him to write a song for Wonder Boys. Curtis Hansen, of course, the great director of LA Confidential. <laughs> and then Wonder Boys was his film uh, following that one. And uh, Dylan. Uh, apparently was a fan of L.A. Confidential, so that's why he uh, agreed to write uh, Things Have Changed yeah, for Wonder Boys. I don't and, think uh, it's, a, it's not a great movie. It's I love fun. Wonder uh, Wonder Boys is a great movie. I, no, I, no, I'm, I mean L.A. Confidential. I'm pro L.A. Confidential. It's fine. Yeah, but I digress. Yeah, but you, you hate Brian De Palma, too. So, you know, I do. We don't need to get into that. Um, so anyway, he writes Things Have Changed for Wonder Boys, wins the Oscar. And then a few, you know, like a seven years later, there's this film, Lucky You. Lucky You. That, <laughs> that Curtis Hansen's making, which on paper looks like it would be a good movie. Curtis Hansen making a movie about like gambling, like poker players. You could see maybe Bob being interested in that milieu. And he writes this song, as you say, like there's a Huck Cheever is the name Huck of Cheever. Eric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric Bana. Eric Bana had that like mid two thousands era of stardom where he was in Munich and then Incredible Hulk and then Lucky You. I looked up that had a budget of fifty five million dollars. It grossed four million dollars. Lucky so, You had a fifty five million dollar budget. Yeah, there's like a fair number of movie stars. Bob Dylan shit. did the fucking music for it. You think he was <laughs> well, doing that for his health? And again, oh like Curtis God. Hansen was like an A-list director who unfortunately bomb. like like fell off. Um, we should watch uh, it. Uh, should. But, <laughs> the, but the song itself is probably uh, you know God bless that film uh, because the song is really good and it's fantastic. Well, it's got to be better than the movie, which has a twenty eight percent audience and critic score on RottenTomatoes dot com. Well, <laughs> and the soundtrack is really good. Like it, uh, you know, there's like some uh, like he uses Lucky Town, Bruce Springsteen, which is a great song. And, wow, you know, like at a record that was sort of underrated. That's got Lucky um, in the in the uh, title. So that's called that's that's thematic synergy. Mm-hmm. It's also about Vegas and you know all that kind of stuff. So I mean, there's, I mean, Hanson was definitely in that Springsteen, Dylan, Leonard Cohen. I like when you said that Curtis is in Curtis Hanson that he brought Dylan into the fold, like into the he like let Dylan be in the Hanson verse. That's well. Great. That's just funny. To think. I, I'm just saying that like he pursued Bob Dylan, like he wanted. Sure. Um, sure. him to write a song for Wonder Boys. He's, he's a great, he's a better musical collaborator with Bob Dylan than uh, Jacques Levy, perhaps. 
Was he the guy well, that did? That's a, you don't have to do a desire right, or something. We're not. You don't need to. Yeah, there. you don't need to shoehorn the desire conversation. He, he I'm, never I'm sued. The a, they yeah, never I'm sued each other. On this. So, you know, what, his, what, his widow is doing this doing. Uh, what I think. Was, what I think is. What you know. What two I great wanna, songs. Two for two. Okay. <laughs> I, another highlight too, like another soundtrack song, like, uh, which is I. I feel like. Maybe it's not more obscure because this film was more successful than Lucky You, but it on the surface it it seems more inexplicable that Bob Dylan had a song on the Divine Secrets of the Ya Ya Sisterhood soundtrack, which okay. is uh, <laughs> two thousand two. Waiting for you or waiting for you uh, is a song that he performs uh, in the show. Beautiful song, beautiful rendition. Like it's a highlight for me. Um. So this is okay. great. I, I'm just. I'm sorry, but I was looking at the Rotten Tomatoes for Lucky You, and it says, you know, you might also like, and it, it's just other movies that have nothing. It's just Norbit, uh, Meet the Fockers. Uh, well, it's Norbit because that's Brian Wilson's favorite movie, so it, that fits right in. Well, I mean, it seems like Lucky You is like a lesser right. Rounders. Like if you've seen the movie Rounders, it seems like. Lucky you would be the poor man's rounders that or, the, no or uh, the, the, more recently you've got um the the card counter but uh, Paul Schrader. oh yeah Paul Schrader that's a good movie another movie that kind of has really odd stilted romantic chemistry but can, I still liked it do you like I, any cinema is there any, any cinema that you like Evan like what like what's like what's Evan cinema Woody Allen. Uh, I just said I liked the card counter. I mean, I I, I know, but you're like just stilted and anyway. Okay. No, no, that that's true. We'll like, save this them, for the movie uh, podcast. We gotta have like yeah, like uh, never ending movie conversations. Um, but anyway, Divine Secrets Secrets of the Yahya Sisterhood is directed by Callie Curry, who wrote Thumb on Louise. That was like her big breakthrough, and she created the show Nashville. And I, I was digging deep here. I was like, why did Bob Dylan write a song for this, you know, movie about like women coming together? I think it's like mothers and daughters who have uh, like a yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know what a yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love hearing sisterhood you explain is. the yeah, concept of yeah, 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 sisterhood. Yeah. <laughs> the divine sisterhood. It's mothers and daughters, and they have a yeah, yeah, sisterhood. Yeah, but anyway, Kelly Curry married. T Bone Burnett in 2006. Aha. Uh-huh. Which was four years after that movie oh, that's came after, out. Yeah. But presumably they were dating. Sure. See, this is my theory that, like, it was through T Bone Burnett that he this ended is up. It's a very funny sort of like adult contemporary cinema and uh, music legend round table kind of thing that this, we're getting that into. That era of shit that he was doing from like 2000 to 2007, 8, that, that is things have changed, Cross the Green Mountain Cross Green Mountain, Gods and yeah. Generals, uh, uh, Waiting for You from Yaya Sisterhood, obviously Huck's Tune from Lucky You. This, I, I just love that little kind of like sub, sub, sub uh, area of his career. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's like he won that Oscar and he just got like soundtrack happy. Soundtrack he was like, fever. He was the thinking man's Kenny Loggins of the of the aughts. <laughs> you know, like what Loggins was to the eighties. That's what Dylan was to sort of mid tier, like you said, adult oriented films. 
But yeah, I mean, a great thing about this show, another great thing is that it highlights these songs that are very easily overlooked because they're not on proper Dylan records. I guess Huck's tune is on on uh, that bootleg series record, Telltale Signs. Mm-hmm. Is waiting for you on that record? It's not, and that's what it's I was going to say. I will confess. I don't know if you guys might uh, shame me for this. I had never heard "Waiting I for didn't You" know it either. Before, I ne- before I'd never show. heard either. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to front like I knew. It's brand new. To and me. that's it was, a new song. I never dreamed there could be someone made just for me, and I'm letting out away. I came to see what she has to say. so good i i loved it and uh, that's that's a song definitely where donnie heron shines i mean just beautiful pedal steel on that song um but yeah again that's like one of the great things about this show is that it brings to the fore these songs that are overlooked and it it, it kind of makes it feel like a proper live record and yeah, just the bootleg, right? Yeah, because that like these are where these songs get released, right? If it if it is an actual live album, it's like there isn't a studio cut of "Waiting for You" on like an actual record. There's a studio cut on the fucking Yaya Sisterhood soundtrack, but like this is where most people would encounter it if it is actually put out. But obviously, uh, it wasn't. Um, "Waiting for You" is really fun. Huxton, I just want to just reemphasize. Also, I think is a really like fantastic song like waiting yeah. is good it's fun it's it's nice and light it's, it's a good listen but huck's tune i think is really a serious like great great song um it doesn't really fit into the um modern times era right it's a little more it kind does, of country rock the, it's, but, it, it's, it, it's not that like super smooth barnes and noble you know bmw 7 series kind of sound that he has on modern <laughs> times but it's also clearly not it's not uh, uh, together through life and the fucking accordion mode, you know Robert Hunter verse. It's it's a really interesting, just kind of one off. I think sound wise, I will um, say though that sounds a lot like when the deal goes down. I think that they have some things in common, and it's possible that it was kind of like even one of those songs that sprung from another, from another song. Well, lyrically, I mean, it's the same kind of format, right? He, it's these long verses. There is no chorus, and he returns to the same line at the end of each verse, you know. Even uh, the same uh, amount of syllables, down, though. Is it the like, same amount of syllables? I mean, I'm going to have to put you down put for a while. while. I'll be with, with you, you when the deal, deal goes Yeah, down. okay, I see that. 
there's and it does have a little bit of a country lilt to it but i mean both are fucking great and i it is a really good uh song it's like just kind of this melancholy world weary romance song that feels somewhere between like modern times and time out of mind yeah Yeah, exactly it's it's closer to time out of mind kind of stuff i think yeah i mean i was gonna say it was interesting you were talking about it about it being between like modern uh times and together through life i think of it more being between love and theft and modern times and maybe being in that sore system with just things have changed you know like the curtis hansen subset of sure. of songs like where maybe musically you feel like it's like kind of similar to love and theft but it has like it, i don't know it it has like a certain it's a one-off feel to quality it. i mean it yeah it, it does feel like it's yeah, it doesn't really fit into any specific kind of record which is why it's so you know i think uh fascinating to to come back to here and i know for my money at least like Telltale Signs is so fucking big and there's so many different there's like three Mississippis on there and there's multiple Red River Shores on there and there's Cocaine Blues on there and the, yeah, there's so much shit on there uh, that like a, a random soundtrack song like this to me kind of gets lost in the shuffle there um, and that might be my own you know kind of fuck up and not not giving it the due that it should uh, but I've really appreciated the opportunity to come back to this song in this context um, the, again like we talked about the live debut of it uh, and and dig into it a little bit more because it really is worth kind of listening to and and uh, and wrestling with. Well, I kiss your lips, the honey drips. Oh, gotcha, put you down for a while. Every day we meet. On any old street And you're in your girlish prime The shot in the towel I come another ball I go there all the time Behind every tree There's something to see The river wider than a mile When I tried you twice the nice. I don't have to put you down for a while. Here come the nurse with money and a purse. Here come the ladies and men. When you push it out in, you've got no chance to win. But you play it all down yeah. I'm laying in the sand Getting a sunshine tan Where I'm wet says no God I believe at me I've got to put you down for a while And should be noted, this song has been played six times, all in 2014. Oh. And almost all in Japan. He played it once in, where is this? In June 
in Greece. Otherwise, <laughs> never been played in America. <laughs> never played in America. Uh, once in Greece, five times in Japan. That's it. <laughs> Bob Dylan uh, has a lot of songs. You know, that's just the thing. You have this beautiful song that he wrote. And it just falls by the wayside. But I yeah. would love to just like get a little bit of insight into his thought process behind constructing a set list. Just one time, like not not on the current tour, obviously, which is pretty standard uh, or, or uh, solid uh, from night to night. But like these 2014 set lists, like he must have sat down for this show in particular and been like, "All right, this is the fucking movie soundtrack show." Because we're starting with things have changed, which I'm sure opened every show of this tour this year. Because that has always been a, a tour opener or a show opener. Uh, but then we're doing Huck and we're doing Waiting for You, and the Japanese are going to love it. Well, maybe he was like on the flight to Japan. It's a long flight, so maybe he just threw on Look for You. He watched the movie. And he, and he was like, it. wow. <laughs> Pretty this good. Movie, this came out seven years ago. <laughs> this is a, no one saw this movie. I'm going to just, you know, throw it on the DVD. Oh, it's pretty good. This is a good song. And then he's like, well, how about this Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood? I'll throw that on, too. <laughs> All right. Like I'm a- tired of talking about the Yaya Sisterhood. I can't because I don't even know what it is. And it's just it's becoming a brain. It's the Yaya Sisterhood. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's right there in the name. 